This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in. And all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort, and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Now, let's get a cup of tea and spend a few minutes together. Here's your host, wife, mother of three, and entrepreneur, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of the Crystal Pain Show. First off, I have to say thank you so much for all of your kind emails and comments and messages on our big news that we released or unveiled or announced, whatever you want to call it, last week on my pregnancy. And we were just blown away by you all. And thank you for sharing in our joy. It was just so fun to get to share it with you. And the interesting thing was that podcast episode actually, as of today, has been downloaded more in the short time that it's been up than any other podcast that we've ever done before. So, and it's only been up 24 hours as of a little bit more than 24 hours as of the time of this recording. Yes. So that was pretty cool. And speaking of the podcast, we've been getting a lot of really kind reviews recently. And I just wanted to share this one that CK Peterson left. She said, I've been following Crystal via her blog for years. And so many suggestions she's given have transformed my life or at least bettered it. My morning routine, trying weightlifting, my Enneagram, the hormone app she suggests, and yummy recipes are a few things off the top of my head. Her podcast is so encouraging, and I appreciate her authenticity and encouragement. She's real, quirky, and someone I truly understand and relate to. My workout always flies by when I listen to her in the morning. Thank you for blessing us with yourself, Crystal. And thank you to C.K. Peterson for taking the time to write this review. And we love reading your reviews, even the ones that have critical, constructive criticism, we'll call it, in them. They help us shape the podcast and become better podcasters. And that's truly our goal. So 
we are going to be talking about why I started taking Sundays off on this episode. But before we get to that, let's start the way we always do by talking about what's saving our life. Jesse, what do you got for us? Well, lately, I've really been trying to get up earlier and trying to implement a new morning routine. So we have a covered porch on our back deck. And I enjoy spending time in the mornings watching the sun come up and reading my Bible out there and planning my day out there and just getting a good good start of the day. And it's done wonders. So, And we only have one it's not one, a folding chair. It's more of a lawn chair out no, there. It's one of those zero gravity chairs. That we love. That yes. also could be what's saving our life. The zero gravity chairs. If you've not tried those, they're amazing. But we only have one out there right now. Mm-hmm. And so I was just telling you this morning, we need to put another chair out there. And so I can come sit with you because it looks so relaxing. Every morning when I see you out there, I'm like, oh, I should, I should go out there, but usually in the mornings, that's when I'm doing my exercise and mm-hmm. all the, you know, I can't really be running on the treadmill or I don't run on the treadmill, walking on the treadmill while I'm out there with you, unless we pulled the treadmill out there or something, but we could probably do that. No, I'll, I'll keep it in the basement. Cause you know, if it's really hot or cold, I'm a wuss. That's why I go on. That's why I do my workout on the treadmill, but I have loved seeing you out there and it's really inspired me. And so I want to, I want to have more time in my morning for just that sitting. Although mm-hmm. I used to, I would sit and I would savor my cup of coffee. Then I stopped drinking coffee. Then I switched over to tea and then I switched over to dandy blend and morning motivator. And that was like my morning sit there and savor that. None of that sounds good to me right now. I cannot stand the thought of drinking something warm like that in the morning because of my pregnancy and being in the first trimester. So I just don't have anything to like sit and savor, Mm -hmm. but hopefully eventually I'll be able to get back to that because I miss it. Well, especially as it gets cooler out and gets cooler in the morning. So then you can have something warm. And as my stomach allows me to want to eat something other than Cracker Barrel pancakes, which is what I was going to say is actually saving my life. If we're going to be real, what's saving my life this week or the last that, 24 hours? Exactly. That's more like it. The last 24 hours is Cracker Barrel pancakes because very, very, very few things sound appetizing right now. It's really funny. I used It changes to, every 48 hours. Oh, it changes. I mean, it can change every hour. It can change every hour. But... um. I was laughing about the fact that one of the reasons I I didn't realize it, but I should have known that I was pregnant was because I usually eat a salad at least once a day, often twice a day. And so I went to go make my lunch salad a few weeks ago. And the thought of lettuce was the most disgusting thing ever. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And I could not figure it out. And then when I took the pregnancy test, it all made sense. So I, the thought of vegetables or lettuce or anything, we talk too long. This is going to make me disgusted, but I can't stomach any of that right now, but comfort food, like last night it was mac and cheese. And then it's been for the past few days, Cracker Barrel pancakes, not, not regular pancakes, like homemade pancakes, not McDonald's pancakes, not IHOP pancakes. Cracker Barrel pancakes. It has to be them. So mm-hmm. that's what's saving my life because it's allowing me to actually eat. So I'm grateful for that. 
Jesse, you said you don't have a book that you've been reading other than the Bible, which is good. That's good. Mm -hmm. But I actually finished this book that I have right here in my hands, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And this was actually sent to me in the mail. Oftentimes I will get books before they're released because people are hoping that I will maybe have the person on the podcast or talk about it on my blog or something. So this one um, comes out, trying to see when it comes out, uh, October 29th. So not for a little while, but I picked this up, even though there was part of me, the cynic in me was going, really, the ruthless elimination of hurry. How do you eliminate hurry? Like that feels like that's not even possible. And I disagreed with some of the parts of the book, but overall, I thought that his message was one that we all need to hear. And it really challenged me where I just, I have a tendency to hurry. I mean, one of the things that he talks about is that he specifically challenges himself to always go the speed limit. Wow. As just a matter of practice so that he is challenging himself to slow down and not be rushing. And he talked about how sometimes he will, when he's at the grocery store, go stand in the longest line just to challenge himself to learn patience and waiting. Now, for my personality, that sounds ridiculous. I'm always scanning all the checkout lanes. Who is the fastest cashier and where's the shortest line? And I'm going to go there. That's just my personality because I'm all about efficiency. But I love how he talks about slowing down enough to really be able to not feel that rush, to not feel like you have to find the shortest line and the fastest cashier because you've got so much to do. And how so much of the time we are rushing and hurrying because we have brought this on ourselves. You know, he talked about how, for instance, um, in our culture, how debt is so prevalent and people have so much of their life that is mortgaged and on lease and on loan from the bank. And so then you're having to work a lot more hours in order to pay for the stuff that you have payment plans on. And what would it look like to just simplify your life so that you could work less and enjoy what you can afford or enjoy what you already have. Yeah. And so I thought that there was just a lot of meat in this book to mull over. And I'm not necessarily going to adopt all of the things that he talks about, but what we're going to talk about today is actually one of his big sections in the book. And he talks about Sabbath and the practice of Sabbath. I wanted to share today about why I started taking Sundays off. And even just saying that, when I when I said that to you, that I was thinking of having that topic, what did you say to me? I said, well, yeah, it could be a hot button issue, but it could raise the question of why weren't you taking Sundays off to begin with? Yeah. And I think that probably a lot of people are like, wait, hold up. You were working on Sundays. And if I've ever mentioned this online, especially on Instagram stories, People will write in and ask, wait, why are you working on Sunday? And always before, for years, I had justified it as, well, my team doesn't work on the weekends, 
So someone needs to check the comments. Someone needs to check the emails. Plus, there isn't a lot that comes in on Sundays as far as emails. So it allows me to get a lot more done. And obviously, you know, Sunday mornings are reserved for going to church and volunteering at church and all of that. But then the afternoons and evenings, oftentimes I was working four, five, six, even more hours than that. I think also with how you've structured what you do, you really enjoy what you do. And to you, it doesn't seem like work. So it really wasn't justifying that why am I working on Sundays? It's I'm just living. I'm doing what I love to do. Yes. I think that's a really important point. And a lot of times now, sometimes I'd be working on a big writing project, like an ebook or, you know, something like that. But a lot of times Sundays would be when I would be answering emails, answering comments, kind of catching up, doing that catch up work that I love to do. I love to be able to pour into people and answer their emails and write back when people send in comments and all of that. And so it was, I could justify it sort of as like, well, I'm reaching out and helping people and serving people. And I might not get to do this if I don't do this on Sunday. But if I'm being really honest, there was a part of me that it was a lack of trust in the Lord. It was that kind of control, that need for controlling my schedule, that need for feeling like I am in charge of the business And if I don't work on Sundays, it's going to hurt the business. So it's that lack of faith, that lack of trust in the Lord that he's got this. This is his business and he doesn't need me to work like a crazy woman in order for the business to flourish. Mm -hmm. So a few months ago, I just really felt convicted that I needed to get back to the practice of taking Sundays off. And I say back to the practice because way back when we were first married, we always took Sundays off. And I'm not sure how I got out of that practice, but I did. And yes, in 2018, I took Wednesdays off, but it was still lots of life stuff going on that day. I had discipleship group. The kids often had stuff. And so it wasn't like a real day off. It was just a day offline. And I was really feeling like I needed not only a day offline, but a day off. And Sunday really affords that ability. Yes, we go to church in the morning and volunteer, but then Typically in the afternoon and evenings, we don't have things going on. So I can just step back, refresh, and recharge. It scared me to think of saying, okay, for the rest of my life, I'm going to take every Sunday off. So I said, I'm going to do this for four weeks. Let's just see if I can do this. Let's see if the business stays afloat and is fine. And let's just see how this feels. So I committed to you and I just, I think I actually told the internet, I think on Instagram stories, I said, I'm going to be offline tomorrow and to just kind of prepare people that I wouldn't be online. And the first Sunday was very, very hard. It felt like this, like I had to give myself permission to do do this thing and almost this guilt of why am I doing this? I have so much to do. I should just get on there and get the work done. And, you know, almost feeling like I'm being lazy or something. But by the second week, it got a little bit easier. And I felt like, I can kind of breathe. And by the third week, I realized I was looking forward to Sundays because it was the day where I didn't have any responsibilities online. I mean, I 
you know, a lot of times the responsibilities that I feel online are more self-made, but still no one was expecting me to show up, to answer comments, to answer emails, to get on Instagram story, to do a Facebook live. No one was expecting any of that because I'd already put it out there. I'm going to be offline. So it's this freedom, but also this permission to just recharge my batteries, to just sit, to just have quiet, to just hang out with you and with the kids and to go outside and to do fun stuff and to read and take a bath and maybe watch a show, but just to breathe without any sense of pressure or responsibility. And it has been so good for my soul to have Sundays off. And just a little while ago, I was telling you, you know, Sunday is coming. It's Wednesday when we're recording this. Sunday is coming and I get to take all of Sunday off. And it's just become my favorite day of the week. I love so many other things that I get to do in my life. So don't get me wrong. But the one day to just have it set aside to just rest and refuel has been so good. And I just want to encourage those of you who are listening, you know, you might feel like I can't take Sundays off. Maybe you work at a church, so you can't take Sundays off, or maybe your job requires you to work weekends or whatever it is. You know, I just challenge you instead of saying, well, that won't work for me. Say, do I have spaces of quiet in my life? Do I have spaces to recharge and refuel in my week? And if not, what could you do to make that happen? Because if we just pour and 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 pour out, and we never take time to fill our cup back up, we're going to live life feeling drained and exhausted. We're probably going to be very irritable. We're probably not going to be living from our best self because we're just so drained and dried up. It's like that sponge that is just completely dried up. We got nothing to give. So what would that look like for you? And I want to encourage you to do this because I want to tell you that for me, the benefits of this have been incredible. My fear, which was kind of a ridiculous fear, but that, you know, what's it going to do to the business? Well, here's the thing. Ever since I started saying, okay, God, I trust you. I'm going to take Sundays off and I'm just not going to worry about the business and I'm going to trust you that you've got it. Well, guess what? He has dropped multiple opportunities into my lap that have just been stuff that I'm like, we didn't go after this. We didn't try to make this happen. And yet it's just, here it is, God's provision. The other funny thing, Jesse, is there's been so much found money in the last few months. Have you have you noticed that? Yeah, like, actually. Multiple companies have come to us. We just had one a couple days ago. They sent us a check for thousands of dollars and they were like, this was from 2016 and we never paid you. We didn't, we didn't know they owed us money, but that has happened over and over and over again. And it's like God saying to me, I've got this. You can trust me. You don't have to try to manufacture success in your own strength. I am the one who ultimately is in charge, and I'm the one that's going to either bless or not bless your business, and you can trust me. Work hard, but don't think that it's all dependent upon you. The other thing that I've noticed is that I feel like the six days that I'm working, 
I'm much more productive because I'm getting filled up. So when I come back to work, quote unquote, because I work from home, but on Mondays, you know, when my workday starts again, I feel like I've got a lot more energy to bring to the table because I had all of Sunday to just refuel. And I also feel like there's been a lot less stress because I think when you have those spaces of quiet, especially for someone like me who my personality needs quiet, when I had that, I'm just a lot calmer as a person. And so overall, I am just so grateful that I was convicted about the need to have that Sabbath in my life. And I am just more and more feeling like this is something that is maybe can even change the trajectory of my life and the business. And it's all because the simple practice of saying, I'm going to step back, I'm going to slow down, and I'm going to be offline and recharge one day a week. And I'm going to trust God to bless the other six days. As always, if you have any question on any topic you'd love for Jesse and I to answer on a future episode, or you just have feedback or suggestions, or you'd love for us to change something or do something different, we love to hear from you. We love your emails. And so you can send an email to crystal at moneysavingmom.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Crystal Pain Show. Have a great week. And remember, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose your attitude. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com.